Sweat Equity Podcast and Streaming Show, number one business podcast in the world. Number one business uh, oh, podcast uh, in the world. Uh, Where's the studio no sound effect? Uh, yeah, I'm doing the, it with my mouth. Rapper boat horn. Come on, get on it, Eric Redinger. Right, I'm your other host, department. Law Smith. We're about pragmatic entrepreneurial advice plus dick jokes. That's how we do it. That's how we win 2020's best small, medium enterprise business advisory podcast in the United States from Lux Global Excellence Award, proudly hosted by Lux Life Magazine. That's a real award. They're not announcing it till the uh, end of February, just so you know. Whatever! I know. We're in it. We won it. We're in it to win it. It's not a trophy scam. It's not. <laughs> uh, look, we're going to give some ads away right now, but if you want to help the show by not doing the ads part, just subscribe, give me rate, money. <laughs> subscribe, rate, review. That's the cheat code that gets us up. Apple iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes app. Spotify, what it, what be it, anything that you listen to this podcast on, or if you subscribe on our Facebook page, YouTube, LinkedIn, yeah, we're hot on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh yeah. But if you just share this with a friend, that's that's the best thing we can ask for. Other than find out our lovely sponsors, Grasshopper Business Phone Line. Try Grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. That's trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Like Key Sweat gets you $75 off an annual plan. What's Grasshopper, you say? It's a business phone line. Don't use Google Voice. No. Don't use your own personal phone number for your brand, that side hustle, that business you just started in this recession. We're coming out of it. And then someone calls to get your product or service and you go, hello, who this? Yeah. If you're funny, you go, no limit studios. Make them say, Ooh. fucking thing sucks. That's why you need Grasshopper. Try grasshopper.com forward slash sweat. 75 bones off an annual plan. You can get it a vanity number like eat dick. Yeah, that's not taken. 727 eat dick. Sure, I'm sure it's out, out there available. You're in Austin. You want 512 balls. Balls. 69, ball 69. Okay. Because it's got to be seven numbers. Ah. Or you can do a 1 800 number. They've got it all hooked up, scalable business phone lines, and it has an app on your desktop and mobile. We're just going to do one ad today. Let's oh, get in really? it with Katie Ambrose. Let's do this. Howdy, Tony. Sweat equity. Sweat equity. So we usually have guests that have either they're in the middle of of doing something and we want to see that progress, which is which is Katie. Sometimes we have some older guests that can, you know, give some advice, right? But you're right in the middle of. I I want to make sure I cover your NDA. Mm -hmm, Yeah, and I'll I'll try to set the table for anybody listening. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm trying to kind of pro bono help uh, Katie with her app. And the pitching part, and just kind of getting you in the scene of these incubators and and whatever resources I can help with. If you listen to the last episode, one of the 20, 21 goals I had is to you know have a pro bono thing I'm helping someone with. That's you know you hey did you say that yeah I got one oh a no quarter. yeah yeah we were talking about charity. one one a quarter yeah or it could be charity it could be something like this that kind of just came I my see. way through a former client. 
that he was like, hey, law's weird. He might know a lot of stuff, though, for digital. Uh, I think he could kind of, and he brokered us together. Uh, and you came to a stand-up open mic because I'm like, hey, man, if I'm helping out, you're coming on my time. To, <laughs> you're going to have to sit through this garbage. Yeah. So she sat through and my she stand came up. In? Yeah. After it the was open actually mic. one of the best open mics I've been to in a really long time. Let's get you up to, yeah, you got to okay. get right up in that robot dick. All right. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot better. Yeah. Um, and so I guess I want to I let you explain what you want to explain about the app because it is, there is stuff that is like, you don't want out in the public, obviously, mm-hmm. but I'll let you explain it. So okay. what's the idea and I guess give the status where you're at. Okay, so I'm developing an app called Giggity. I already have the name trademarked. It's a local music finder and booking app that brings artists, venues, and I call them music supporters because my app's all about supporting local music, um, together to facilitate and build their own local music scene. So I came up with the idea for Giggity after dating a musician for three years and going to hundreds of his gigs. And I saw firsthand a lot of the problems that artists, venues, and people looking for live music have in their community. So I was kind of shocked that I feel like the music industry is very um, underdeveloped, I guess you can say, as far as um, for the local artists. So me being an entrepreneur pretty much my whole life, um, I saw this like a light bulb went off and I just saw this window of opportunity and I decided that I wanted to take this on. So um, I came up with the idea in November of 2017 didn't do anything about it, but I immediately knew I wanted to call it Giggity, and I immediately knew what my logo was. And after his gig one day, um, when I had this idea, I went home and grabbed some computer paper and was sitting at the table, and I started drawing, drawing frames and doing a subscription model and everything like this. I was like, hey, like, what do you think about this? And he's like, dude, I think that's like a really good idea. He called and, you dude. Or, I call, probably not, but <laughs> I call everyone. In, in my head, that but, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, so, um, basically that was pretty much it after that. Like I reached out to a couple developer friends that I had and said like, you know, Hey, I have this idea, but then it pretty much went on the back burner and, um, probably a year or so had passed him and I had eventually broken up and I decided like, you know, I really wanted to do this. And, um, one of the first steps and it might sound crazy of, getting my app started was I actually took my breast implants out because I was very sick with them and it's called breast implant illness. And, um, I went to doctors for 13 years cause I had extreme chronic fatigue and brain fog and a whole bunch of other health issues. And once I found out about breast implant illness, that was the only thing that made sense. Mm, and I knew that if weird. I wanted to start a business, I had to at least try to take them out and see if my health improved. And sure enough, it did. So when I, Right before my surgery, I did, I was going to take off two months off of work, and I bought a MacBook, I upgraded my phone, and I was like, I'm going to take these this time recovering to start working on this app. So I built, um, went on PowerPoint and just started kind of starting the process of just laying my ideas out, and then um, I recovered. I've been feeling great, and um, the surgery worked, and um, I was bartending two jobs at the time, quit one of them. And self-taught myself the the programs to build my own prototype after a company had quoted me $30,000 to do it for me. And I'm like, where the fuck am I going to find $30,000 from? So I 
built my own prototype. I've done my own business plan, my pitch deck, my financial model. I've, I have four um, advisors that and mentors that have helped me through this process. Um, they've been great. Anytime I have a question, they immediately either call me back or they'll answer me right away. So I'm very grateful for them. And um, everything I've done, I've done myself. And I feel like at this point, I've just hit a wall that I can't go any further without actually building a team at this point. Um, obviously, I need capital. Um, and... <clears throat> Basically, that, that's where I'm at. Um, but the people that I, I've started showing musicians my app, and a lot of them are like, dude, we need something like this. Like, we, like I've literally thought out every single problem in the local music industry, and they've seen it, and they're begging me to build this app. And um, everyone that I've shown to, even my financial advisor, he is like, this is something like when this takes off, like it's going to take off very quickly. So whoever I have on my team, like I need a, them to be prepared and be ready for this to take off and escalate into something huge because I, I really do feel in my entire being that this app is really going to take off. Yeah, I mean, it's in you're not um, there. What was good about initially talking to you is a you wrote a business plan which is so unusual for the fucking yeah. almost, probably thousand people that have hit me up about i have an idea and i'm like have I, my first question is like does it exist and if it if it does exist why isn't it crushing if it doesn't exist why doesn't have it you exist? done any work right. on it have yeah. you done like cursory research like mm -hmm. right i'm talking like sitting on the toilet go in the, <laughs> app, looking store. In the app store some people don't even do that and i'm like that, can't that's you do that? Lazy shit. Can't you do yeah, it had, for me? Right. Uh, I um I I shared my idea with his name's Tom Shane. He's the founder of Faded Glory up, Jeans. Yeah. And um he asked me. He runs a company now called the Business Strategy Strategy Group. And um he asked after I kind of pitched to my idea. He asked if his buddy Adriano could join in on the call, and he was a successful music video producer and actually produced Rob Zombie's videos. So I had both of them on a Zoom call and was, you know, sharing them my idea. Like, they're now two people that I can reach out to for advice anytime I want. They're like, you can put me on your advisory board or whatever. Um, but Tom had asked me, he's like, how much money have you spent on this so far? And I'm like maybe a thousand bucks because I've done everything myself and he was completely blown away. And the one thing he asked me too was how, how long do I want to be invested in this? And since I was very young, like maybe 14, my goal has to always been to retire when I'm 40 and I just turned 33. So I'm like, I told him that I was like, I want to retire when I'm 40. And so I'm going to be completely invested in this for seven years. And then I'm completely okay with selling it you know, making a profit and whatever. And he liked hearing that because he said a lot of founders, they don't want to walk away and they complete, they, yeah, stay, baby. they stay invested in it for a very long time. And I didn't realize that that was an important question um, for investors. Oh, how yeah. long you want to be involved. So my seven year window in his eyes was like a perfect question or answer. What's the second thing that they want to know on the pitch deck law? I was about to say, you, you knew, I've, I've said it a lot on the podcast, but it was something my professor beat in my head. Uh, when you're doing a pitch, the second slide they want to see is the exit plans. Mm -hmm. You know, here's scenario one, two, three. Here's the most likely. Here's what happens. You know, uh, you can even have it built out in like, hey, if it totally eats it, uh, we can still sell off this data. Mm -hmm. You know, the, 
that it shows you're thinking about this investment in a, in a real pragmatic, realistic way. Which I remember when I spoke to you, you mentioned about the exit plan on the second slide. And when I redid my pitch deck, um, I totally forgot to add that. So oh. I'm definitely going to do that later today. It's okay. But I'll We're show you. a quick powwow after Okay, this. yeah. Because yeah, yeah. my new pitch deck is beautiful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy but, for it. But what's fun about you is like you have this, uh, your look doesn't scream like, very pragmatic, and, and I, I, I kind of uh, glom onto that a bit. Like, I get kind of walking in both the professional and the stand-up world, and I kind of got that you're very practical about everything you're doing. and mm -hmm. do, f What you've been great about, you know, in the whole process thus far, I mean, we haven't really done a lot necessarily, but I'm trying to keep in touch as much as possible, is, like, you're a good sponge. Like, that's... Anybody listening that's trying to do something like this where they're trying to get seed funding or, or start their own business and, you know, you have the idea. We talk about restaurant scenario a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of people open a restaurant because they're really good at making it some kind of dish, pizza, whatever. They don't know shit about the rest of running a business, which really any business guy could run a bad-tasting pizza company mm -hmm. a lot with a lot more success than someone that's just got a really good and just doesn't know everything else. Like you got to pay taxes mm -hmm. and, and don't. Use yeah. It's like what, with my app, like it's really important to me. Like I want to be as much hands on as possible. Like one of my biggest fears is um, like, I, I even want to teach myself the whole financial part of it because one of my biggest oh. fears is like, we're going to go over some pro forma. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, mm. like hiring somebody, which I kind of have a, a CFO picked out already, and I I trust him a lot. But um, you know, what if it would? You hear all these horror stories of companies that people inside the company that are in charge of their financials are like stealing money and this and that. And you know, like I don't want to be like sideswept with that. Like I want to be hands on with every aspect of my business as possible, and I want to know what the fuck's going on at all times. Yeah. You're yeah. going to do that anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and trust, as, as the movie Confidence says, I don't know why I know this quote, but trust should be a four-letter word because, look, it can go a lot of ways. Like, you trust a lot of people because you knew them. Mm -hmm. Nostalgia plays a weird thing in our head sometimes. And you're like, wait, this person might not have been as good as I yeah. thought. I just Divorce! knew them. And they were into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's that now? Divorce! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No Leaking comment on me. I'm, I'm, I'm clean. I'm fret. I'm out. I'm out the <laughs> gate. Uh, Whatever. And you've been very good about giving, saying thank you to me, which I was talking about this morning with someone. Is like that basic recognition of, uh, you know, you, you'll find like people are will make time to help you mm -hmm. with this stuff. You have four advisors helping you with this. You find the busiest people will will figure out how to get back to you pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time. Uh, a lot of people don't have an avenue to help people that presents itself to them, you know, yeah. like any sort of like uh, pro bono stuff. You you might have to go out and look for it, but a lot of these successful people are doing their, their thing. And if it's presented to them, they get that opportunity, but they don't have time to manifest it themselves. Mm -hmm. But it shows it shows gumption that you went out to seek these people out where a lot of people would be like, I don't want to bother them. And I think that's. You need enough ego to get this shit done. Mm -hmm. So that that showed me like a lot of stuff. I'm trying to give a little bit back of like what I've kind of seen, you know, in the last couple months or whatever. Uh, and then 
autodidactic, the part where you're just teaching yourself. We're part of this generation where it's YouTube can teach you a lot of stuff mm -hmm. programming wise or, or there's a lot of information out there, uh, that people were willing to give this advice out there for free, uh, once they get to that high level. So there's stories out there on how like Airbnb is going to be an interesting case study for you because it's, that's a marketplace that came mm -hmm. together and seemed almost impossible to really make happen. Right. But the idea is great. Mm -hmm. So where, where do, where do other ones fail in that thing? You know, and you're going to be looking at strategies by watching those case studies of other industries doing, how do I create a marketplace for this thing, become a disruptor, where I'm basically going to take out booking agents that yep. seem to be pretty shitty, nefarious. Mm -hmm. the, the infamous thing about a booking agent is they're not that great at it. They're gatekeepers, yep. right? Yep. My goal is to be the, the main booking agent for the music industry, so... Yeah, and any book, send this to a booking agent. They're, they're, I, I just imagine <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh, like, you should reach out to this booking agent." I was like, "No, no keep no. them out of it." What yeah, are you talking about? I'm trying to the take them out point. of business, kind of. So <laughs> I'm right. not gonna ask them for advice. <laughs> yeah, it, I just in my head, I just imagine a guy with an old school f like phone with a curly <laughs> Q on the handle, uh -huh. yeah. and they're just like they're eating a sub, like yeah. <laughs> sub, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. cigarettes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of horror stories already um, about booking agents in the the music industry, and just hearing it from my ex and seeing him getting double booked all the time. And, um, and your ex is Scott Stapp of Creed, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> You're just fishing to see was, what you, she's uh, into. Uh, you like that look? Is that a look you Rob like? Thomas? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, no. Maybe it's Rob uh, Michael Stipe. Is that where you're gonna go? <laughs> no, I was trying to think of the country oh, guy. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, God damn it! There's some country singer that has long hair that uh, a lot of people tell oh, me about. Yeah, okay. They're like you're a retarded version of him. <laughs> uh -huh. Joe something, I think. Joe uh, Ehaw. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll look it up in a minute. Um, <laughs> it's not that important. Uh, <laughs> But uh, speaking of kind of uh, a little bit of creepy stuff, you were telling me when we first met <laughs> that, you know, there's another thing to watch out for in, you know, you're attractive female, you're young and you got a good personality. So I think a lot of guys that are, uh, want to be single investors <laughs> might try to Weinstein you. And you told me a story of that, like this already happening mm -hmm. along the way. Yep. And I'm like, I, this is where I forget, Ugh. I have to remind myself, like, we never worry about being in a parking lot by ourselves. Yeah. As guys. Like, it's so it's, weird. It's never really floated through my head until about, I don't know, five, ten years ago when uh, some, some woman in my life told me, like, like, yelled at me, like, you don't have to worry, you don't have to put your keys in your fist when you're walking solo at night in a parking lot, and I was like, oh, I guess I, don't. I never think about that. I just ever. bought my purse over there I just bought. It's a concealed purse. So Whoa. You packing? Not right now, actually. Oh. <laughs> but, All right. <laughs> Good to know. Well, I was hoping you would. You could just put it on the table. Yeah. You're pretty fucking boss. <laughs> just be like, but I just, I just got it because I want to start carrying with me, and, you know, it's just you just never know, and it's – kind of a scary world out there for females sometimes well so i don't even think i i forget about this stuff in the professional world too and you know this is kind of outside most corporate professional kind of um endeavors but it's still that thing where you can tell the story you know mm -hmm. however you want uh on here but uh let's hear about it because I, I i didn't i didn't want to tell it to eric i wanted to just kind of leave it up here 
So um, I've been bartending for 15 years, and I love bartending. It's great money. I'm a very social person, and I love meeting new people. And um, I had just moved from Fort Lauderdale. I was born and raised in Fort Lauderdale. Um, Just moved up here to Tampa uh, um, almost two months ago because the startup and entrepreneurial scene up here seems to be a lot better. So something told me that in order to launch my app and be successful, I had to move up here. So that's why I'm here. So I had gotten a job at a bar and um, started talking to some of my customers about my app and this and that. And they're like, oh, man, there's this guy like you have to meet him. He's from L.A. and um, he's a music video producer and he has more money than God. He would totally be invested in this app. So finally, one day while I'm working, he comes in and I was so excited to meet him because I heard pretty good things about him. And so I'm serving him drinks and he ends up, I end up getting too busy and I was like super bummed because he's, I finally have this opportunity to meet him and I get too busy and can't even go through the rest of my app. He leaves. And I was like, fuck. So I get off work. I'm like talking to my boss. Um, all of a sudden he walks back in. So I sit at the bar next to him. I was like, yes, this is like my, my opportunity to really pitch to him. So he comes back in, him and I are sitting at the bar And um, I'm talking to him more about my app and kind of showing him my MVP that I made and all this other stuff. Minimum viable. Yeah. And um, and so (laughs) so he's getting like really excited at this idea. Sure, you're in it, man. (laughs) He's getting really excited about this idea, and he sees like you know all of this potential in it. So he asked me, he's like, if I give you two hundred thousand, because I told him. This company that I've been talking to uh, for development, it's probably going to be about three hundred thousand to get this lo- like all done with everything that I want. He's like, if I give you two hundred thousand, can you ask them if I can do it for this much? And so I reached out to them, blah blah blah. And he's like, oh, my assistant's going to contact you. He's like, I don't want to talk more about this because I'm already kind of getting a little tipsy. So. Um, him and I basically leave almost at the same time and he's like oh like where do you live and I'm like oh I'm like an hour away and he's like oh like you can stay at my place tonight I live right down the street blah 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 like I have a spare room like why don't you just you can just follow me home and I was like no like I'm okay like I'm completely sober I only had one shot with him I was like I'm okay to drive and and then he's even texting me after I left like are you sure you don't want to come over this and that blah 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 I was like no I'm good so that was the end of that. And then the about two days goes by, his assistant texts me. She's like, hi, my name's Ashley. Like, I just want to introduce myself. I was like, oh, shit. Like, he's this is kind of legit. And started kind of getting excited about it. So he comes in. A, the second time I ever meet him, he comes back into the bar I'm working. And throughout, he was there for maybe four hours. He had nine shots of vodka, a couple beers. He was, like, buying everyone a drink. And he would tip, like, 100 bucks every time he was in. When he left this day, I was like, dude, do you want me to get you a cab? Like, are you like, I'll get you a cab. Like, you don't have to drive this night. He's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. And um, so he leaves and I text him. I was like, let me know when you made it back. Okay. Like, I just wanted to make sure that he. No wanted. emojis on that. Yeah. No emojis. No eggplants. No, 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 egg, no winkies. Nothing. And all he wrote back was, come see me. And I was just like, I made something up. I was like, oh, I have a date. You know, and I, this was, this was at, (laughs) this was at three 30. I was working. I didn't get off till eight o'clock and between that window when he left and when I got off, he pulled out of the deal. So his assistant texts me and she's like, 
you're you're an idiot if you don't go over there, blah, 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 this and that. Like, she's trying to get me to go Ew, to I his. I didn't know this part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's texting me, like, to go to this place. She's like, he's going to set up this meeting, blah, blah, blah. I was like, he just fucking had nine shots of vodka. Like, and I'm not going over there. I was like, he tried getting me to go back to his place the other night before, this and that. Yeah, basically, he pulled out of the deal, and I told her this whole situation, and I'm texting him. I was like, and for some, for a person to set up an imaginary meeting while I'm at work and want me to come over at like 10 p.m. at night to their hotel room, like, I'm not fucking stupid. I've been bartending a long time. Like, I can see through the lines. It's very obvious. And um, so I'm kind of like having a texting battle with the both of them. I was like, my business will not be run like a fucking circus. I've been working way too hard on this. And to, for you to want to even set up some type of meeting after just coming into my bar and drinking that much, that's a fucking huge slap in the face to me. So I was like really upset about that. But um, and then he's texting me like, I have so many other girlfriends. Like, there's other girls that look better than you, and this and that, and blah blah blah. And like, what if you're just, like, oh, just shit, saying, really? Like, just saying, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that though. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like maybe like a f- in his fifties, you know? Maybe, and he's like saying that he has like, all these twenty year old girlfriends and blah 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 and like whatever. And so whatever, it's it was what it Girls is. Like to hear that, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it, it is what it is. I'm glad I had that experience. Russ told me. After who when, put us together, yeah. Who put us together. And, you know, he had mentioned, he's like, you have to be careful who you put your energy into. Yeah. And he was very adamant about that. And he's like, you're going to encounter a lot of obstacles and this and that. And, like, when I was going through that, I was, that kind of light went back off showing, you know, be careful who you put your energy into. And um, so I'm glad that happened. I know it's going to happen again. Um, but it, he still comes into my job and I still wait on him. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Did you ever meet Ashley, quote unquote? No, apparently. I'll bet that's a, fa- appar- I'll bet a second phone number he's doing. Yeah. I bet yeah, you who knows? That's exactly apparently, she's. I think she might be in LA. Who knows? He's probably yeah. another one of her. Sure, why not the One bars. of his young girls that he's. It's always gross when you find out like there is a female. Uh, if the if she actually facilitating exists. the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It, remi- it reminded me of that. She's, the, um, she's worse than he is. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, that was. Yeah. Women are so that was like, that happened was maybe like two months. He's like, "Come over, I got a bunch of ficuses." Like, I want yeah. To <laughs> I just want you to watch. <laughs> so, but just watch I, me make yeah. make love to this fur. He's not done yet. Hold yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> make love to the I need more plants. <laughs> I can't think of any more plants. <laughs> but yeah, so that was this sucking was really hot. One right. thing, and I know it's going to happen again, but it's you know, I think, and I'm being in. Starting an app in the music and entertainment industry, and it's something that I myself am, am learning through the way. Like I, there is a lot that I still don't know about music, and I'm learning myself. I didn't gain an appreciation for music till after I started dating a musician. So I, I'm walking into Was a male-dominated industry. So <laughs> figured it out in yeah. my head. Yeah, that's the country guy. I was talking right about. on the head. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Nichols, your favorite. He's my fave. Pop country. What? You know it. <laughs> But I mean, you're yeah, uh, good on you for keeping boundaries. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Uh, good on you for the name. I'm surprised you were able to get and you were able to trademark it. Yeah, yeah. So when one of my advisors, Sean, oops, sorry. One, one of my advisors, Sean, he um, he was actually one of my customers at another bar I was working at, and um, actually, and, and my other advisor, Wesley, was another customer at another bar I was working at. So every, every all these people I've been meeting have all happened happened organically. I haven't 
needed to go really search for anyone. Everyone came into my life right at the right moment. Well, for the yes and part. no, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, if we wanted to make it a, a business definition, uh, LinkedIn nerdy, it's relationship marketing mm-hmm. and you're good at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you go through this, you'll get better at yeah. it. And the guys I see that are very successful that I look up to as mentors for me, they're awesome at it. Mm-hmm. And so this is a valuable skill. People don't realize it's, it is really valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's where people try to be too, too much of a socialite and not kind of a calculated yep. thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to keep, we keep these episodes about 33 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, where can people go if they're interested to check it out? Because I, I told you I've got a hit list of guys I'm going to let roast battle your okay your deck yeah and stuff. I would love that so I'm going to send them this episode okay so I got like ten guys that it, they're all in different expertise but they're all entrepreneurs and they're all good in different ways to give advice like I got you with my mm-hmm. IT business consultant because he knew the programming side mm-hmm. a little bit better he knew that back end yeah. part especially with Apple I didn't even think about the trickiness. Mm-hmm. I would like yeah. to talk to him oh, again, God. by the way. Oh, yeah, we can get it together. Yeah, okay. but, um, he's supposed to be here next week, so oh, cool. I'll, I'll remind him. Okay. But, um, you know, uh, a bunch of other people in different parts of this process you need. If if not anything, it's just a good introduction to go. Exactly, hey, this yeah. is a resource, yeah. right? Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I think the best thing I can do to help you is just do that mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, like be a resource to other resources, mm-hmm. and then – you know, just kind of audit what I can see, but obviously, you're you're f- way further along than most people mm-hmm. in this, this yeah. area. Yeah, <laughs> the, it's always just a, an idea. So it's never nobody have a, has a business plan and a, a pitch deck. Yeah, or, yeah. Or I've, nobody. I've done all of it. I went over to the the Tampa Bay Wave and was they have a female founders program over there, and I showed the director like all my stuff, and he's like, "What do you need from us?" Because I just literally had everything already, and. I realized I I'm not sure if I even need them right now, but like I'm you what, want I, them I think, to introduce you to yeah, potential they, funders. Exactly. And that, that's yeah. what they're gonna be really great at. What, yep. they're an incubator for okay. and every, I wasn't sure what every major was. city has something like this. So if you're in a, in or around uh, you know, some city in the United States, I found that there's an incubator like like this everywhere because you know, they might they might the people that are on the board are involved with these incubators, they they might put their own investment on mm-hmm. it in a small time, so they get points on that. And the and they uh, the Tampa Bay Wave they offer um, uh, mentors to help you with your business plan and your pitch deck and your financial like pretty much everything that I already had. They offer help with there, and they have a membership program. And I was really really impressed. Like that's cool. I'll probably use certain aspects of. I feel like someone smart told you to, to go there. Like, yeah, first yeah. Time talked to some, yeah, some genius yeah. with great hair. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Who was it? <laughs> someone pretty girthy. Yeah. I don't know. Guess I'll never Figuratively know. speaking, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, my my balls are are fine. Thanks yeah. for asking. Oh, okay. balls are fine. All right, good. I was worried about that. <laughs> I know everybody's been asking. <laughs> you don't have to keep telling us they're fine. They're every great. Episode. They're, sorry, they're great. <laughs> I'm just giving everybody or great an update. or describe them at all. I feel all, like I'm really. telling a lot, like ten times a day. I'm yeah. having to do it. I know. <laughs> you know what? At least that, I don't have to worry about having kids anymore. No, oh, well, I started. I, um, well, I'm not in the clear. Unless yet. you're you in, wait unless you're the one percent. No, you. Oh, really? Mm. You, great. Cool. Mm. I'll fucking think about that like a hypochondriac. No, we, you have to wait 12 weeks and then send a sample in, and then oh. they have to test it. Mm. Eric has done this, but didn't do the sample part, which is <laughs> mind-blowing to me. 
I had Mind other ways to figure blowing. it out, dude. It was <laughs> and fine. you jogged yeah. out of there after you got the surgery done. Okay, yeah, I physically and shouldn't have you, done a lot of yeah, things. <laughs> yeah, I think but, you Antonio Cromartied yourself, bro. I mean, no. <laughs> it's fine. Just because you say no doesn't mean it doesn't. I'm willing it no, to no. not happen. It's fine. All right, we we try to ask. I have my our, own microscope. We try to ask our guests every time. Uh, what advice would you give your 13 year old self? Uh, I have, you know, be careful who you put your energy into. Mm-hmm. I would assume it might be something like that. Uh, so we try to ask everybody what if, and it's purposely set up to be 13 years old to set up for an immature joke. But if you, um, if you want to take, well, that I have, I have it tattooed on my wrist. Uh, I have tattooed. Don't give up. Yeah. So that is something that I would tell my 13 year old self. Don't give up. If there's something, if you have a goal or there's something you want to do in your life, just don't give up. Just keep working for it. And yeah. it's very true. Like you can do anything you put your your mind to. So yeah, and like I've been telling you, the you're going to be your own obstacle. Mm-hmm. the 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 idea is great. It's and it's been tried a few times, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. There's definitely notable people have been trying to do it. You you know that's that's that pro. That's what I was telling you. The best advice I could give you is like really hone yourself. The mm-hmm. breast implant. Removal mm-hmm. is like a good indication that you're on your way. Yep. Uh, you said you're not drinking as much, so yep. you have a, a better yep. mind. Yeah, I have become sober and I don't know about the celibacy <laughs> thing. That I feel like that would unhinge a guy's mind, but well, basically, no dating because, like, I can't have distractions. Like, I don't want to date, and like, I tried drinking again, just I just like drinking and dating, like, it's just. Not it's sure. too much distraction. They kind of go hand like, in I hand just, for a lot I of people. I can't. I can't do either. Sober trying to it's nice that girls yeah. can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Not going to. I do just it. won't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Good for you. <laughs> and every guy listening right now. Oh, I wasn't listening. I'm going to check her on the video. So she's hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, well, thanks for coming on at Giggity.com, is it? Uh, GiggityLive.com. GiggityLive. Don't go to Giggity.com. It goes redirect. It's a porn site. It's, yeah, I could have yeah. So GiggityLive.com. Um, I also have the Facebook um, page Giggity, G-I-G-G-I-D-Y. And then I also created the Facebook group Support Local Music. Yeah. So if you're a musician. A tactic, too. Ja- uh, yeah. I've been friend requesting every single person holding a musical instrument in their profile picture. <laughs> so um, if you're a musician, join Giggity and then join my Facebook group, Support Local Music, and you can post your live stream, your videos, and everything like that. So Good idea. Word. You got your shit together. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you. What thanks, about guys. my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity. My sweat equity. What about my sweat equity?